This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Hey, dub them ease. And first and foremost, you guys may be wondering, well, Ricky, you sound a little bit different today. That's because I am under the weather. However, I blame Brandon Swanson for this, and I'm still here to do a podcast because I love you guys so much, and me and Mark were here. There's really none to talk about this week, Mark. Well, I mean, to be fair, Russell Wilson did dress up as Batman for Sierra's birthday party. But J.J. Watt did it better. So J.J. Watt did it better. I don't know. Russell Wilson, uh, this picture I'm looking at from Twitter, he is next to the Batmobile. (laughs) I don't know, man. J.J. Watt. Did you see the one with J.J. Watt? Yeah. yeah. J.J. Watt just looks like it. He looks like a more masculine Batman. Well, the thing about J.J. Watt is uh, he's a monster. (laughs) And it's hard to beat that. Also, side note, talking about Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm I'm kind of sick of those commercials of uh, what's his name Macklemore, mm-hmm. and like it's it's fine at first, and I was like okay this is an okay commercial, and then after a while when he kept in, it's a bad man. That's Russell Wilson, and then I'm, th- I'm thinking Russell Wilson's not a bad man. He's not. He's supposed he's to be the, the nicest, good guy. He's the nicest guy in the NFL. I mean, yeah, he's crazy, but he's like a nice guy. <laughs> he's genuinely a nice person. We're not. We're not going to get into why Mark. Oh, he's insane. Says he's crazy, but if you wanted, to, I want to say it was what our no, no, no. NFC West. Sometime we're when, talking uh, about when we talked about exactly why Mark thinks Russell Wilson's Russell crazy. Wilson's crazy. But for this podcast, we decided today, why not talk about trades? Trades that we want to see happen because even though the NFL isn't like the MLB where you get that week before the trade deadline and all you can think about is trade, 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 trade. Yeah, we're sitting a week before the trade deadline in the NFL. What are some trades we want to see happen that probably won't? Mark, I'm going to start with you. Who's one person you want to see traded, but it probably won't happen? Um, You know, I'd like to see... I'd like to see Andre Johnson get traded. The man deserves better than this piss-poor Indianapolis Colts <laughs> team. They're pathetic. I mean, yes, they are the first in their division, but what are – like, they're a joke. Andrew Luck sucks out of nowhere. Chuck Pagano can't do anything. The team doesn't even like the guy anymore. The management doesn't like the guy anymore. I want Andre Johnson to win a Super Bowl because the man deserves it. He needs to play on a team that actually has a shot. That's what I think. I, you know what? I think the coach, like, here, here's my thing about the Colts, where first they need a new head coach. That's what I think foremost. I mean, Chuck Pagano, to me, this year has reminded me of the head coach from Waterboy, where he's just fucking insane. I thought he was a good head coach, but apparently, apparently he's not. not. And if Andrew Luck's not on top of his game, they have no chance of winning a game in this league. And Andre Johnson, I mean, well, first thing I think of is how do you trade him, especially with the injury to Philip Dorsett this past week. But for the longest time before the season and even like the first few weeks into the season, I always thought that the Colts were that one running back away from making a push. Because Frank Gore, Frank Gore is not the Frank Gore five years ago. Mm-mm. He's, he's older. Done, he's done decently. He's not going to be that consistent 100-yard rusher. And it's to, tough when there's no well, offensive line. However, if you get a guy like – I think a guy like Matt Forte could make it work in Indy. No, there's no offensive line. 
think he can make I don't I think that he no running back can make it work when there's not a competent offensive line. Do you think there's an offensive line in Chicago? Has there been an offensive yeah, it's line been in better. Chicago? It's been both Matt Forte's yards are so good because he's a receiving threat. That's why he's been good in Chicago. And the reason why that is amped up is since that offensive line not been great most of the time, Jay's gotta get it out of there real fast. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's got. But that's not really the way the Colts are built up. I don't think it's going to work out. Frank Gore's not working out right there. I think this is a dead spot for any running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I like Matt Forte too much, uh, I don't want him to go there into the bottomless pit. That is the Indianapolis Colts. What about a guy like CJ2K? A guy that's been, and I'm not saying he's going to get traded to the Colts. I'm just saying, do you think if the Colts got their hands on CJ2K, mm-hmm. who looks like he's been revitalized, is that just because he's playing for the Cardinals? Or is it really because he's becoming the old CJ Two and Could he make it work in a system like Indy? Cardinals are a good team, and let me let me uh, repeat myself for all of those out there who who may be like Ricky and didn't quite hear my point the first time. <laughs> there is no offensive line in Indianapolis. They are bad. No running back is going to work in this one. I don't care who they get. Frank Gore's a good running back, and he's not working out. Uh, you know they had. You know, they got Ballard. They got Heron out there, too. Like, they have competent running backs. It's just not working because there's no holes being opened up. And Andrew Luck sucks suddenly. You know, don't get, don't get, don't jump on me too much. But all of a sudden, Andrew Luck sucks for some reason. And people aren't really scared of him right now. So they're able to stop the run even more so. And then whoever gets the ball in their hands, whether it's Andrew Luck or Frank Gore, ends up on the ground in like two seconds because the pass rush can just get past these guys. They just let them go. It is familiar with what I've seen in Chicago in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's just, oh, you would like to sack my quarterback? Feel free. Enjoy yourself. You know, it's just, it's a joke. It's a joke. That's why, why, that's why I I think there are too many good players on the Colts. The Colts suck. I want to see those players go to real teams that are going to win. Then why not, like, and I I don't think this would happen, but this is just me playing Mm -hmm. Madden in my head. Then why not work out a deal to send, like, Andre Johnson to a team like Dallas and try to get an offensive lineman from Dallas. Sure, that would work. Because that's a team, right? When I think the mm-hmm. mecca of offensive linemen right now, I think Dallas. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's a great offensive line. Uh, you know, they all kind of, well, I shouldn't say they all. A lot of analysts thought that the the, the Cowboys are going to be just fine because they have this great offensive line, so you can put whoever you want back there and they'll run, and that hasn't really proven to be the case. But it is a very solid offensive line. Uh I mean, that would work, too, because you kind of substitute the Des Bryant situation. Not that Andre Johnson currently well, and Des Bryant are the same gonna thing. going to be coming back. Apparently. That's what they hope. So is Tony Romo. He's going to come back at some point, too. Uh, and apparently that division's still up in the air. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever can, can win it here. Dallas Cowboys, they'll only back by, like, a game. You know, and, two games. And, I mean, this is a kind of side note on trade, but just because we mentioned the Dallas Cowboys, I love it how after... I want to say it was during the Sunday night game or it was after Dallas's game against the Giants where Jerry Jones came out and said, oh, well, you know what? He's going to be back for this week. That's Des Bryant. He's going to be back. There's no way. And then right away, like, all the Adam Schefflers, the mm-hmm. Ian Rapports were like, hey, you know what? He's not supposed to be back until Tampa, until week 10. Yeah, calm. 
calm it down, buddy. Well, I mean, Jerry Jones has no idea what's going on. Greg Hardy, you want to push around our coaches? Have fun, buddy. Just do it. Who cares? We don't. We don't care at all. And really quick, before we get off the Colts, how funny would it be? I mean, we're all talking about how Chuck Pagano needs to get fired, right? And this is the number one team in the AFC South. They're leading that division. How funny would it be if a head coach got fired and the team still managed to get into the playoffs and still have a home game in the playoffs? It depends on that team and how, like... It's the Colts. Well, let's put it this way. And everyone else sucks. The only reason the Colts are winning right now is because Houston sucks, Jacksonville sucks, Tennessee sucks. The thing it reminds me of is the AFC, the AFC South, South right in now, general. Well, the AFC South right now reminds me of what the NFC West used to be. Mm-hmm. This year, we could have a team that is seven and nine and make the playoffs and get a home playoff game. I mean, that's the NFC least every year. You know, some but well, I mean, not besides like the nine. last couple, but not usually these teams nine, have been kind of. Usually, it's just been a bunch of middle of the road teams. Somebody week seventeen managed to get ahead of somebody else and wins their way in there, and then the Giants win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you but know, not that's usually seven how it nine. goes. Yeah, sure, but I mean, I don't wouldn't necessarily be too confident about a seven and nine record for the Colts either. Eight and eight, okay, I can get behind eight and eight. And here's one. We were talking about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I want to throw this out there. This is from NFLMocks.com. Cool. Their article about the trade deadline, 10 possible deals that could happen. Obviously a big name. You know we're going to talk about him. He's on the – if you're on the YouTube page, you're looking at his great picture right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a beautiful Against the Green picture. Bay Packers, Matt Forte. He's a champ. And they're saying Matt Forte – to the Dallas Cowboys, and the compensation would be a third to fifth round pick for Matt Forte to go to the Cowboys. I just think like for I'm the part of the Chicago Bears, I don't see like I don't see the value for them to do it. I see the value for the Dallas Cowboys, obviously, but for the Chicago Bears, like a third to fifth round pick for your best player on your team, I just don't see any value to that. See, the thing I'm thinking of, if I'm trading Matt Forte to the Cowboys, and if I'm Ryan Pace. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, what player am I getting? Kind of like, I treat it kind of like a baseball trade. Mm-hmm. Anytime the Cubs have traded someone, what prospect? Oh, we trade Samarja. What prospects am I getting? Yeah, That's what I'm thinking with Matt Forte. It's like, okay, I'd like this draft pick for the potential, but who can you give me right now that mm-hmm. I can be happy with? Okay, he can play right now and grow into something for our team. For sure. You know, uh, I mean, and the big thing I think with I think if someone's going to trade for Matt Forte, it's somebody who's going to compete for the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys are the worst team in their division. Yeah, their division's not that tough. Like I said, they're only really two games behind. Uh, but still, you know, it's it's not looking that great. They still have a while before Tony Romo comes back. Can Matt Castle really lead too much? He didn't show that he could in this past game. Um so, I mean, definitely definitely would help them. But I think if somebody wants to trade for, you know, a guy like Matt Forte, somebody who's going to take them to the promised land, it's got to be somebody kind of who actually has a shot, right? Somebody who's actually there competing. Uh, you know, unfortunately, a team that 
you would think like needs a little bit of a push. The New York Jets would use another push to get past the Patriots, but the New York Jets are great in the run mm-hmm. game. You know, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they could definitely use a push, you know, to get – I mean, they, they're unfortunately competing with the Cincinnati Bengals who are undefeated right now. Uh, but, I mean, I just don't really see too many great locations for a guy like Matt Forte to really be traded to. Well, and the thing with the Bears that you're thinking of is Matt Forte, his contract is done mm-hmm. after the season. So if I'm Chicago, and I mean it's got to be this week that you make that decision, it's got to be, well, are we going to resign this guy? Does he want to come back? Because if not, we got to trade him. He says he wants to come back. I mean, he's always the kind of guy who likes money. Uh, but he says he wants to come back to Chicago. He definitely is a, a pretty important part to the team. He hasn't shown that he's slowing down yet as much as his age says he should. Uh, I see no reason why Matt Forte doesn't come back. I think he'll be an important part to John Fox and, uh, and Adam Gase's offense in the future. But are you going to pay? Are you going to want to pay I think him they that will. much? I think they but will. Not are you going to. Are you going to want to? Because next year... I mean, I wouldn't want to pay anybody anything if I could. Next year, he hits that magical age for running Mm -hmm. backs at 30. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't want to pay anybody if I don't have to. But, you know, you need... That's how it works, Mark. You pay people. That's what I'm saying. You need to have a guy like this here. You can't just say, all right, see you later. We're going to hope that Jeremy Langford is the real deal and that Jaquiz can continue to be Joe Quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not a good place to be in, especially when this offense has been so focused on Matt Forte for Chicago and then just letting Jay Cutler be, you know, s- slow, safe, and steady. And that's just, that's John Fox. You know, that's John Fox. That's mm-hmm. what he does. So you can't really lose that. I can't imagine a situation where Matt Forte is not on the Chicago Bears next year. Just can't imagine it. I'll give you another name for a trade. Yeah. Vernon Davis. Chances he gets traded from the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers have no use for him because the 49ers have no use for anything on that team. Uh, They're just bad. Hey, one name I'm thinking of, too, is if, I mean, this may be a shocker, but what about Colin Kaepernick? Who wants him? He's bad. Somebody's going to want him. Who wants Colin Kaepernick? I. You know what? Here's the thing. I have taken ownership of the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Every team line up. Do you want this guy? You can have him. You can just take him. He's yours. Don't even – I don't want anything. Is this a Billy Bean situation? I you just got to fill my uh, soda cans for any, uh, No, I don't want anything. I literally do not want a thing. You can have him. He is free. As free as free gets. No and draft still, picks. Just no, I literally him. do not want a single thing, and he will still be on my roster at the week's end. Because <laughs> nobody wants him. He throws dirt balls all day. And then he, he – I mean, he's not leading this team. The Everybody's saying that, oh, he's isolating himself. The team doesn't like him that much anymore. He's not communicating with the coaching staff. It's just not a guy you want. He had like a flash-in-the-pan – Mm-hmm. type of season and it's been downhill from there now that flash in a pan was amazing it really was uh but where's it been same man with, did jim harbaugh get out at the right time yeah yeah he man did. did he get out at the right time and but it's the same thing with rg3 because we know we're gonna bring him up too well flash i'll just say injury right, happened too i'll just say right now in the uh nfl mocks uh article that i'm mm-hmm. reading that i'll put in the description for you guys 
they throw out RG3 to the Saints. And I just, first thing I think of is, why would the Saints want him? Why? Well, why? Why does anybody want RG3 in the first place? Uh, although RG3 is a better option, I think, than Colin Kaepernick. Um, but the Saints, like, there's no, there's nothing, unless they think they're going to turn him into Drew Brees 2.0. But we know RG3 is not a pocket passer. The experiment failed. You know, it failed multiple years in a row. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I mean, an injury is what took away his biggest asset. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me with how popular the mobile quarterback has been. And, you know, we have EJ Manuel. We have Tyrod Taylor. We have Russell Wilson, Kaepernick, Cam Newton, uh, Geno Smith. We have all these guys out there who are mobile quarterbacks. And then, of course, we have the Aaron Rodgers, the Jay Cutler, who can do it but don't. Uh, and now who's left? You know, it's Cam Newton. It's Russell Wilson. That's it. All these other guys have failed. I just find it interesting that the experiment, I think we can say, is officially ending. Because it seems like all these NFL teams are realizing it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Except for the few exceptions. Like I said, Tyrod Taylor was named a starter, but his competition was another mobile quarterback. Uh, You know, obviously Cam Newton's there. Nick Foles was with the Eagles? Yeah, but Nick Foles isn't a super mobile quarterback. I would put him in the Jay Cutler category of he can do it, but he doesn't really. I would say just that Eagles system. The Eagles system is mo- interesting. You need yeah. a mobile quarterback for that system. Well, you know what? Here's RG3. Have fun, I, Chip. I, that would probably be the only system where he works. Mm, works? I mean, it would be works on better paper. Than, it will, works better than he would anywhere else. I'm not saying it's like yeah. a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I don't. Well, I, I, winning games is going to be difficult. <laughs> it already is difficult for the Philadelphia Eagles. But going back to my first guy for the Niners, when mm-hmm. I mentioned Vernon Davis— this article says Vernon Davis to the Broncos. And I mean, I look at that and go, okay, I can see what you're talking about because mm-hmm. Vernon Davis is an improvement from Owen Daniels. Yeah, for sure. Can kind of go back to what you're doing with Julius Thomas. I just don't know if the Broncos push that button. And they're saying here that the compensation would be about a fourth to a sixth round pick, which I don't think is bad. I mean,. The 40 are not the 49ers. The Denver Broncos need to think right now are we all in on this season? Hey, it was undefeated. Why not? And I mean, the thing that I think will decide that question mm-hmm. Sunday night. If you beat the Packers, go to 7 and 0, you'd have what? Monday and Tuesday to make a trade? Yeah. If you go to 7 and 0, why not? Because the way you look at it, three wins, you're yeah. a playoff team. I mean, I think even if you lose, maybe it's an uh, kind of motivation to say, oh, we need something like this. You know, we either Peyton way. Manning does need this option. Uh, it's just, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't, you can't, in one case, you can't say everything is this season. We assume that Peyton Manning, you know, might not play for oh, the Denver Broncos next year. I feel like year. he's done at the end. The, the, way, the way I think of this season for Peyton Manning it's like Brett Favre's last season with the Vikings, except he's got a better when team. When it was, well, let's also, I mean, that Brett Favre last season with the Vikings was nothing uh, happy, nothing to be happy about. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. With a better team. He died, basically. Yeah, that was just like yeah. the debacle. But the thing with this, I mean, he got been, sat on by a Chicago Bear. Well, we've been talking about Peyton Manning's mm-hmm. arm, his arm, his arm, his arm, his arm. And I'm just like, man, if he doesn't have that defense, they're not 6 0 oh, right amazing. now. Think about if Brett Favre— Akeem Tlaib has won, what, two games on his own right now? Yeah, think of if, if Brett Favre had that defense behind him. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Well, I mean, he Man, that'd be had scary a, good. He had a good team the year before. Oh, yeah. 
and then it just all well, fell apart. We should have went to the Super Bowl, but I'm sorry, some cheaters got in our way. But you guys uh, lost. Indianapolis Colts fans, I know how you feel. Some cheaters got in our way. Yeah, but you guys lost. At least you scored more than one touchdown. That's there. Also, though, you know, Brett Favre, don't throw interceptions. <laughs> Isn't that just fitting? It's a fitting end for, for, I know that wasn't the end of his career, but it's a fitting end, interception. Also a fitting end to be tackled by uh, Henry Melton of the Chicago Bears. And then just have nothing out, nothing left in the tank after that. Uh, but to to talk about, I guess, more trades. I mean, I I think for me, if I'm any of these undefeated teams, I think are sitting pretty. And I think most of them think we don't really need anything. We're looking good right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm a team, you know, like maybe maybe the Miami Dolphins who are, are thinking about the fact that they could turn this around. They're looking and say, what do we need? What do we need that's going to push us over the edge here? That might be something. Uh, I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs might fall into the same category of like, hey, we have parts here. Yeah, but the Chiefs are two wins right now. Yes, but the Oakland Raiders, the next team over them, they're only back by one game. You know, and the wild card situation is not going to be terrible if. You know, if the uh, the Steelers kind of fall back a little bit, mm-hmm. the Steelers and the Jets are the only things in your way, really, except for maybe the Miami Dolphins. If they do 100% decide, well, yeah, we do want to play Because I'm looking this at the playoff race right now, and in front of the Chiefs, before that Steelers at the sixth spot, Oakland, Miami, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Three and three, three and three, three and four. Uh, Buffalo, I, we can calm down on. Buffalo's going to fall back. I, Buffalo, I'm just saying, as of right now, they're ahead of them. Yeah, but I think if you're sitting there, if you think your team can turn it around, you're not that worried about Buffalo. No, I'm more worried. You're about, probably not that team, worried about Miami. Either. No, that's the team I am worried about. Mm, I don't know. Because ever since they've had this, this, this week, Thursday mm-hmm. night, is going to say it all. Because Campbell's had his boys ready to play for the past two weeks. If they come out, shock the world, beat Tom Brady, they're going to be for real. Oh, they're not going to. Not uh, saying they're not going to. Happen. Tom Brady is going to win everything from here to the end of his career 10 years from now. He's never going to lose another game. <laughs> He's going to play for 10 more years, right? He's going to win 180 more games. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, you know, since you brought up Tommy Terrific and the Patriots, yep. how about I throw this one at you? Greatest of all time. Instead of here's a guy that we think is going to get traded, mm-hmm. you're a team like the Bengals, the Patriots, the Packers, the Broncos— the Panthers, you're undefeated right now. Is there one deal you're thinking about that's like, man, we got to make this deal to make sure we're Super Bowl contenders this later this season? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think that when it, when it comes to I, a team like the Patriots, they don't really need to do anything. You know, uh, the the Packers surprisingly don't look like they need to do anything because, you know, as always, Aaron Rodgers. But I think that the Packers would benefit from another wide receiver because, you know, Jones is pretty much the guy right now, and he was a surprise to everybody in the world. If they could grab another great wide receiver, you know, like an Andre Johnson, not saying it has to be Andre Johnson, I'm just saying they can grab... Well, the guy you mentioned yeah, earlier. they can grab one of these top guys, Steve Smith maybe. Uh, you know, they could not... I mean, they're already going to be competing, mm. but Aaron Rodgers just has one more target to be more, you know, that much more dangerous with. Uh, I think that's deadly in that case, especially for a team that, you know, obviously the Packers ride and die with Aaron Rodgers' arm. That's how it goes. 
See, I'm thinking, like, you say wide receiver, I think of Carolina. Mm-hmm. Only because, I mean, yeah, I know that I want to say it was in one of the NFL previews that me and Brandon did last week. I kind of talked like that Par- Carolina was uh, that team where it's like, oh, well, doesn't matter who ha- who they have out there. They just kind of make it work. Mm-hmm. And it's just been one of those seasons for them, like. Coming into the season, we were thinking, oh, well, it's going to be Cam Newton and Greg Olson. Ted Ginn Jr.'s made it work. They have Brown making it work. And I don't know. I feel like if the Browns want to be for real, or not the Browns, the Panthers want to be for real, they have to get one more receiver because right now Greg Olson leads the team with 437 yards, three touchdowns. Ted Ginn Jr. is 283, three touchdowns. I'm thinking more of a guy like Pierre Garçon because I don't think that the Panthers bring back Steve Smith anytime soon. It'd be nice. That'd be a fun little reunion. I don't think they would, though. Do you think Steve Smith wants to get out of uh, of Baltimore? Yes, because he's retiring at the end of the year. Yeah, he's got to want to get out of there, right? That's what I would think because he's, he's retiring saying, at the hey, end. Trade me anywhere. Anywhere, the, anyone who's going to actually compete. Because you guys are a joke. You're not competing. He's like, I don't even care. I don't care what you get for me. I mean, why me not? Anywhere. Why not? I mean, any of these teams. Unless he's looking forward to early retirement. He might be. I mm. doubt it because he's a real competitor. I bet he wants to go somewhere. Yeah, uh, unless he really thinks that Baltimore can turn it around. They can't. I think that uh, if I was him, I'd be behind the scenes going, trade me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Get something for me. Yeah. Exactly, because you're not getting anything. You're a team that needs something. Even if it's just like a fifth-round, sixth-round pick, you need something. You know, it probably will be like a sixth-round pick. You and need something. And the way something. I'm thinking about it, if I'm him, is, hey, you know what? I'm done at the end of this year. I don't want to be one of the last teams in the in the league. Yeah. Who actually has decent odds to be the worst team. Now, I mean— do I see the Patriots or the Bengals? Eh, Bengals maybe, but do I see the Patriots going on trading for Steve Smith? No. Mm-hmm. But a team like Car- I mean, Carolina, they may not because they don't want to bring Steve Smith back because it was kind of a rough kind of breakup to get him out. But, you know, if I'm a team like maybe the Rams who think, hey, you know what, we can make a playoff push. But we need that one wide receiver. Maybe I call him up. Maybe if I'm the, I don't know. I mean, Oakland's kind of got their Crab, Crabtree Cooper thing going on. I mean, if I'm the Chiefs, and I think, hey, we need someone to compliment for Macklin. But, I mean, like I, I don't think the Chiefs, sorry, Josh, are making a run for the playoffs anytime no, soon. not at all. A dark horse to probably trade for. A wide receiver like Steve Smith is maybe the Minnesota Vikings because right now the only one it seems like we've got is Stefan Diggs. He mm-hmm. seems to be like the only one that we have on our wide receiver core thus far. So I don't know. I mean, Mike Wallace did get thir- four catches for 36, right had three catches for 30, but Diggs, six catches, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Maybe a team like the Vikings say, hey, we'll give you a draft pick, give Steve Smith over, especially if we think, hey, 
we're going to get that sixth wild card spot and need a wide receiver to help us move forward in the NFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, for the Vikings, I mean, just kind of looking at where things are now, there's some tough competition. You know, you might play the Cardinals. You might get to play, uh, you know, probably the Panthers. Yeah, no, in other, it would be... It would, yeah, it would be the Cardinals or the Giants. That's who you play. Giants, not super tough as competition. Of, as of right now, we'd be going to Arizona. Which, that one's tough. We'd be going to Arizona. You Atlanta really wish you were going to, to New York. Yeah. Atlanta would be going to New York, though. Yeah. That's kind of funny. The away team with their 6-1 and one record right now, and the home team with their 4-3. and three, mm-hmm. Abysmal, giving up 156 <laughs> points. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's and I bad. mean, we... It doesn't matter because later this season we are going to Arizona. Anyways. Although to be fair, the Falcons are giving up 150, mm-hmm. so it's not that much of a difference. And It'll I mean, be a shootout. And I mean, because you bring it up, of course, next next week I almost said next season. Next week is going to be our kind of mid-season prediction. See where we went wrong. But hey, why not ten this one? Let's uh, mm-hmm. let's look at that playoff record right now or that playoff picture. Sure. For the NFC, the like, real ones, like you mentioned, yeah. it would be. Our wild card matchups would be Vikings at Cardinals, Falcons at Giants, with the Packers and the Panthers being the teams that get the bye. And Mm -hmm. with me, the way I see it is, I mean, although you say that's a tough matchup for the Vikings, I still think that Minnesota-Arizona game would be good. Am I saying the Vikings win? Probably not, but that'd be a good game. Atlanta, New New York, not so much. Falcons would probably win. I would hope for, pardon me, if the Vikings don't win, I would hope for the Atlanta win because I would love to see Atlanta, Carolina, mm-hmm. and then Arizona, Green Bay, instead of Vikings, Panthers, and then Atlanta, Green Bay. Yeah, and then plus I think that, well, I think the Arizona Cardinals would be a very tough matchup for the Green Bay Packers. I think the Cardinals would win that. Uh, assuming that they, of course, have mm-hmm. Carson Palmer. Uh, I think they win that game. Uh, and then Carolina, I think they can beat the Atlanta Falcons. Um, it'll be a tough matchup. It definitely will, but I think they can do it. Do we seriously think—I mean, I know we got a long way in the season. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. this next year, our next week, but do we honestly think the Panthers can make a run? Can they make no, a run to go to the I, Super Bowl? I don't. I think they'll get stopped. I think they can get deep into the playoffs. But I think they'll get stopped when they face a more complete team. They're a good team, and they're built up nice. But they're built up in that way that the Panthers are always built up. But the defense is really good. The offense does just enough. You know what I was thinking last Sunday while I was watching part of the Sunday night game? What's that? Do you think some Bear fans just think to themselves, man, we should have never let that guy walk away and should have let him be the head coach. And like, Riverboat Ron? Yeah, fucking like fire Lovey and let him be the head coach. I'm ha- No, because we got John Fox, we have Adam Geis, and we have Vic Fangio. Yeah, it, but not, it took a while to get there. But, but not we're knowing happy. that, do you think some Bear fans go, man, we could have been a lot better a lot sooner if we would have just not let him leave when mm. he did and then a few years later fired Lovey and made him the head coach? It would. I don't think it would have worked. I'm not that he couldn't work in Chicago. It's just that you had Lovey Smith. And the Bears wouldn't have had Cam Newton. Yeah. I mean, I think that— I mean, the Bears still they would have, have Greg Olson. Well, they would have Greg Olson and would have Matt Forte. You know, that's the big part right there. Uh, because it's all—for Pan- for the Panthers, it's all about that run game and that defense. Um, 
But I mean, the problem is just that the you had this gap where you would have had to fire Lovey Smith early when he was actually still doing something. Mm. Uh, and then, hey, he got fired for a ten. I mean, he didn't make the playoffs, but it was a ten ten win season. Yep, but that's why he got fired. He doesn't yeah. make the playoffs. You know, it was it was too. It just wasn't good anymore. It wasn't working anymore. But yeah, I mean, out of those who we have, I honestly, if it ended right now and everything was playing out, I would see Carolina Panthers, Arizona Cardinals as the NFC Championship game. Arizona Cardinals goes to the Super Bowl. That's what I would see. You want to know what's funny about that? Hmm. And I'm going to quickly do my research, my due diligence per se. I want to say that was the NFC title game the last time the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. There you go. But this time they would lose. What year was that? Um, was that 05? 04-05? Sounds, sounds close enough to 05, me. 05 they went to the conference game and lost to Seattle. 04... No, it had to be it had to be deeper than that. It had to be like o two o three. But either way, because you know, I'm I'm uh, gonna find this. Mark, R- Ricky can find it. I'll keep going. Ah, that was it. They actually they played Philly. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean to go, of course, to talk about the uh, American Football Conference, the AFC. What would the AFC be like? Hit me up. Well, we got our Patriots, of course. Uh, we have our Bengals undefeated. We also have our Denver Broncos undefeated. Uh, which one of those teams gets the second bye? I'm not 100 percent sure. As of right now, it would be from what ESPN has in their playoff picture. It'd be Patriots and Bengals get the bye. Broncos play Wild Card Weekend. Sounds pretty fair. Uh, so then, of course, the Colts somehow managed to get a a home game. The Steelers are going to be there. The Jets are going to be there. So it would be Steelers at Col- or Steelers at Broncos, Jets at Colts. So Jets beat the Colts. Yeah. Uh, and Broncos probably beat the Steelers. I know that'd be a the the six three matchup if it plays out mm-hmm. just like this. It'd be great. And both of them would be great. They It'd would be great games. They definitely would. Big Ben going up against Peyton Manning. I mean, you've got New York. Who I mean, Jet fans already know what I thought the Jets would do this season. Mm-hmm. Not be a playoff team is the answer to that question for sure. Yeah, I mean, if this, I mean, nothing changes for me. Nothing really changes. Patriots to the Super Bowl. I don't care who they have to go through. What it stands right now, there's no reason why the Patriots aren't back. I would say, and it'd be interesting, we both say the Jets would win. Mm-hmm. And since they're the 4-5 matchup, it would really depend who wins that 3-6 to see who they're going to play. Yeah. If the Broncos win, we see a Jet-Patriot divisional round matchup, which... After the game we saw last week, mm-hmm. would be great to see a third ma- a third rematch in that kind of rivalry. However, if the Steelers could win, then we get a Steeler-Patriot divisional round and the Jets would play the Bengals. However, a Bronco-Bengal game wouldn't be bad either. Jets-Patriot, Bronco-Bengal? I mean, not I, don't, too I, bad. I wouldn't be too excited about Bronco. Uh... Broncos, Bengals. I mean, the thing about the Bengals is just you don't get excited about them in the playoffs because they always lose. No matter what, they always lose. But like you said at the beginning of the season, looks like this could be the year. It does. It does. It's all because Andy Dalton changed his hairstyle. Exactly. I want to take note of some of these uh, amazing point differentials, though. The Arizona Cardinals at plus 96 and then the Patriots at plus 87. How impressive That's are why they're both winning of those? games. That's why I have both those teams going to the Super Bowl. If everything stood where it was right now. If the season ended today, 
Those are the Super Bowl, and then the Patriots probably win it again. Need the Patriots? I I would pick the Cardinals over the Patriots. I think. Nah, they're gonna go. They're gonna want to go out there and prove, hey guys, we can win without cheating too. Until you know, we find out they cheated again somehow. Mark, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. However. Yeah. You're not gonna answer it till next week. You I'm ready? gonna answer it right now. You ready? Right now. Mid season. Mm-hmm. What would be your perfect, perfect playoff matchup? That's how we're gonna open next week. You podcast. mean Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Super All Bowl. Right. That's the question. I already we're gave gonna, it. Everybody, if, if you're, you're a loyal win. listener, you know what my perfect one is. Perfect Super Bowl right here midseason. You guys are going to get a week to ponder what Mark is going to say. That's how we're opening next week's podcast with our midseason predictions, kind of looking at where we went right and went wrong. I want to thank you guys for pulling through. This is probably a shorter podcast than we're u- usually used to doing. Ricky is dying after all. I'm pretty much dying, guys. So, I mean, this is going to be a shorter podcast than usual. Hopefully... Next week, I am off the mend, and I'm back to 100% trying to Michael Jordan flu game it here for you guys. But this is where you guys do all the fun stuff, like hit that like button, that subscribe button. If you're on SoundCloud, hit repost, like, hit follow, hit subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at the Mark Weber, at Ricky Widmer, at Most Valuable Pod. Do all that fun stuff. We will be here and see you next week. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.